My name's David G. Arpon. My name's Miss Cat. Um, if you look for the good moments and learn from the bad, you're in the right place. This is a live and learn podcast. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. Um, as you can, as you may be able to notice, our very, very special co-host, Cooper William Benson, William <laughs> is not yeah, here with bro. us today. Bro, you got him. You can be doing like that, bro. Sorry, I choked a little bit. Something like that. Bro, this is going to be such a good episode. I can feel it already, baby. He is not here with us today because he is on Sheesh. a vacation with... um. Where is he, actually? He is in Cancun, Mexico. No, no, no. But, like, his, what is he doing? He went he's to on vacation. I thought he went to a wedding with her. No, he's on vacation. Oh, did they already go to that wedding? Yeah, that wedding was uh, in Florida. Uh, when he posted that thing on Instagram, I thought Elise died. What? Yeah, we're no, talking he, about his like Valentine's Day. Yeah, he's like thank you, yours sincerely, William. I'm like, oh my god, did she die? And then I looked at him for like another, and then I was just gonna scroll past it, and then I saw she posted one too. I'm like, oh, it's like a. Why like a did thing. you? It's literally the day after Valentine's Day. Everybody does that. Yeah, but they wrote like two years, and I was like, oh, they've been together for two years. Yeah, then she they've died. Been toge- no, they've been together <laughs> for two told years. Well, I, okay, I, it was the day after Valentine's Day. They posted so it on Valentine's Day. Literally, everyone also does that because they're busy on Valentine's Day doing Valentine's Day things. You so can't why take you two seconds. Valentine's to- Day. Valentine's Valentine. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck Valentine. What's, what did he do again? Um, Saint Valentine. I don't. What the fuck did he do? I don't know. Was he a saint? Saint yeah, Patrick's Day. Valentine. Saint Patrick really? led the the snakes out of Ire- Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, Ireland, yeah, Ireland. Um. Anyways, oh, back saint. to my initial thing. A Roman um, saint from the third century. Cooper's gone. He's out on vacation in Cancun, uh, chilling with his lady, enjoying some sands. Enjoying and, some sand. Um, yes, Holy some much appreciated shit, sand that we don't have here. Like you know. Well, you're interrupting Teddy. It's kind of really. <laughs> it's warm. You're um. But anyways, today because we have the three of us here. Uh, which just so happened to be immigrants. I thought it would be I'm fun. not an immigrant. Oh, right. Yeah, I forget. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Today's Poser. special Poser. episode. Poser. Th- today's special episode is called The Minority Report, not featuring Tom Cruise. No. Wait, we, couldn't, we couldn't afford him. Tom Cruise, he's the, you know, the main character in The Minority Report. All right. Oh, um, I thought it was today like we are talking segment. about... The American I, Dream. I don't know what Minority Report is. Today, we are talking about the, the American, American dream. dream. Look at that. We harmonize. The American Dream is dead. <laughs> Why do you say that, actually? Um, America was once blood and tears, but now it is no longer. Yeah, that's why. That's because, like, you know, most of the killing stopped. No. So, Mishkot, do you think you could define what... The standard American dream is for us. Traditionally, yes. The traditional American dream yes. was the idea that with enough hard work and perseverance, you are able to create your dreams from nothing. The idea that you could come somewhere entirely new into a land of opportunity in order to create something up for yourself, mm-hmm. something for your children. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. I, took, I, I took tenth grade history. <laughs> 
Um, and so what do you, what do you, what do you think about that? I do think the American dream is dead. Um, who will survive America? You know, who will survive America? America as a country has been since its inception, a yeah. very, like has had a lot of promise. One, it's America from the beginning of Christopher Columbus when uh, colonization started on the continent. It was a continent that was entirely new. It was a land of opportunity. Yeah. Europe had been conquered and reconquered for the past several thousand years. The lines were drawn in the sand. People had stopped warring in order to get land anymore. It was no longer like open battlefield war because everybody was inbred into each other. You know, why am I attacking my cousin for land when I can just talk, yeah. him, talk to him about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Ask politely for it. Yeah, but that creates a system where the royals, the nobles hold the power in the land. Now you have the everyday man looking to cut his own slice of the pie, but the pie is already taken up. Mm -hmm. You got a whole new pie, mm -hmm. more slices to divvy up, you know? True. So America became a symbol for that growth, you know, that American dream mm -hmm. of you can you can work and you can create. Yeah, it's like a, I feel like a major part of it is just like that ownership, you know, being able mm -hmm. to. We want our 40 acres. Exactly. And the mule. And the mule. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that, that's why, you know, a bunch of people come to this country, you know, we're seeking a piece of the pie because uh, they couldn't, they probably couldn't get it from where they were or it was, um, the institution simply didn't allow for upward movement exactly. in the social ladder. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's like the biggest part of it, but the land's been all divvied up and set, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Within the continental U.S., there's no more land to be bought up. Like there's no more land to be just given away like that. Yeah. You have to buy what you can and property values are only going up in places that you'd yeah. want to live, right? Yeah. I mean, if you go to the middle of Idaho, I'm sure you can get yourself a nice little plot of land and <laughs> cook the fucking, I or cook the up the potatoes there, I don't know. On the amount of money that it would take to, like, live in India for, like, a month, right? Mm -hmm. And it's approximately... Uh, like, for what, what's the standard of living, though? The standard of living is, like... It's it's much lower than here, but like you'll survive. Like you'll be living. In, I mean, you could slum it anywhere, right? Yeah, you're you're gonna be living in like a decent um, apartment, eating decent food, and like won't have to work. So and, there's a couple things about that cost of living actually, um, because of how the workforce is getting globalized and a lot of jobs are being able to be done from home, right? If you can do your job from home, it, it de-incentivizes hiring people in local areas. And that also has an effect on people's pay rates because a lot of places they do factor in cost of living into uh, jobs. So it's like if I can hire somebody from Minnesota to do a job in New York, right? Like, should I pay them New York rates? Because the job is technically a New York job, but if they're doing it remotely from Minnesota, what rate do I pay them? And then you get into the international air there, right? So I, th I think that's going to lead to a lot of migration of work. But should go back to the original topic of America, right? America. I don't know what's going on, bro. I feel like we've gotten very off track, but 
I don't think America has that opportunity. Make for, America great again. All right, shut up and stop interrupting. I don't think America has that opportunity for growth for the average person anymore. I genuinely do not believe that the ability to create something for yourself is present within the everyday man. When do you think it died? When do I think it died? I think it died. When was the tipping point? <laughs> oh, that was really good. I think the tipping point. Man, <laughs> I think the tipping point was probably 60s and the 70s. 60s and the 70s. When the baby boomers, when they were starting to buy their houses, that was towards the end of it. Um, when, what was it? Is that the greatest generation, the one that fought in World War II? Mm-hmm. When the greatest generation came back and they were offered a lot of subsidies, well, the white ones were. When the white ones were offered a lot of subsidized housing and all that stuff, you know, a lot of good government programs in order to get people on their feet to set up all these neighborhoods and all that shit, you know, divvy up the land that they Mm -hmm. have available to them. When all of that was said and done, the people that were set to inherit all of that were the baby boomers. And when the baby boomers had already had a house because they were gifted it by their parents, when they were able to purchase up more land, when that land was then held to them because of how um, Social Security is working, where they were able to collect it without paying as much of it, and then Social Security age goes up and higher and higher for you to collect it, and so and it's just failing there. But beyond that, then you start having the economic downturns that lead to the privatization of more and more housing. Um, if we look at the most one of the more recent events the housing bubble before the housing bubble there was a lot of land owned by small landlords let's say that right like somebody who has a house and maybe a house or two that they're renting out right when the housing bubble burst a lot of those places went under um in that the debt they owed on it was higher than the value left on the house right so they owe more on the house and the house is worth now so a lot of them ended up selling and the only places that were able to buy that up were people that were like extremely wealthy in of themselves or had mm-hmm. or a conglomeration of people that work together to buy it. So like ha- homeowner groups, right? And that happened again during COVID. Anytime there's any economic downturn, it's just the privatization of all the mm-hmm. housing. And with that privatization, people are able to start monopolies on the Mm-hmm. cost of housing, housing in college areas. It's basically slum housing, right? Like yeah. there's not, I mean, we, we literally saw it firsthand. Yeah. Our pond's house was particularly bad. <laughs> I want to say the worst house was still, um, Stevens. No, Stevens was actually Nicole's good. house was Nicole's pretty bad. Nicole's house was the worst. Mm, Definitely. I didn't go there often enough. I don't know what you're doing, but like, it's, it's just, it's just tipping brother. But yeah, no, um, I don't think it's possible anymore because the thing that you would use to create something for yourself and something for your children was that 40 acres, you know, that that proverbial 40 acres that you would be able to hold on to that would gain in equity and you would be able to give to your children one day. The baby boomers were able to do that and now there's no more land left to buy up, you know, the only people that have it are the people that already have it. So then why why do you think um, we're still pushing towards this uh, generic American dream when propaganda. in reality... It's just all yeah. propaganda, right? Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. If yeah, you I'm tell right. people the American dream is dead, you're going to be working a dead-end <laughs> job till you die, right? You're going to be working your job. Uh-huh. You're going to be scrounging up whatever fucking pennies you have in order mm. to live a... Like, 
a standard of living that you truly can't afford. Social security is going to dry up by the time you mm-hmm. reach retirement age. By the yeah. time you do reach retirement age, the um, the inflation is going to dro- devalue the dollars. So all of your savings are worth nothing. You have no house to have gained equity in. You are now going to be working at a gas station in order to provide for yourself so you can live it out in the slum housing that is left available to you. Like, That's a really well thought out tangent. Like no, it's, it's not that, a tangent. It's that's, literally on topic. That's, that's the reality of America right now. You know, you have a um people that weren't able to buy up houses. That's the reality for them. Unfortunately, they mm-hmm. still benefit from having Social Security. Social Security is going to dry up. Yeah. Like by our like by the time we're able to collect Social Security, it's not going to be Social Security. That's assuming America's still around by then. You know. I don't know. For me, the American dream is like the romance of someone being told that they can do anything and probably achieve it right yeah that's that is that's that is the american dream right you can create anything for yourself you can't anymore it's it's not it's not it's not the fact that like dreams don't like you can't kill dreams you can't kill ideas yeah you can kill dreams you can can kill dreams so easily no yeah you come to me for funding i'm the only one that even bothered to hear you out and i tell you to fuck off i just killed your dream why? Why would that? Where are you getting funding now? No one else even bothers to listen to you. I was the only person that listened to you, and I kill, and I don't want to hear anything else. You can kill dreams. Oh. Why don't you think? Why don't you think you can kill dreams? Because I don't. I don't, don't want to like live in a place where you can kill <laughs> dreams, right? The world That's is too dark. Bad. The world is you dark and miserable. Do. It is. Like, look, there, there are literally people that are so talented, have achieved like, you know, great things and, you know, are working towards like, you know, bigger and bigger milestones that have been cut off way too early, um, stuck in a day job, doing things that they hate for money just because one specific thing didn't work out for them and they couldn't move forward. Yeah. I mean, you do have to work around the obstacles, but mm-hmm. sometimes those obstacles are insurmountable, yeah. right? Like, let's be entirely realistic about it. You can't John Wick your way out of every situation. If five guys have guns pointed at you, you're dead, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to kill yeah. all five of them. Mm-hmm. There is there there is such a what thing What do you as mean? Your secret CIA training isn't going to kick in? I'm just saying there there is insurmountable odds. Like, you should always strive forward, push against the obstacles, fight your way for what you believe mm-hmm. in. But at the end of the day, sometimes there's there's some fights you just can't win, you know? So sometimes dreams have to die. Is it, is it actually even still relevant in uh, our current economic climate for the American dream to thrive? What? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Is it actually possible for the American dream to thrive in our current economic climate? I, I don't... It's, it's hard to say, right? Mm-hmm. Because... The concept of creating something for yourself, the easy answer is uh, something that will always gain in equity, right? So yeah. land. Right? Yeah. Land is the problem with land right now is that mm-hmm. it's already like gone up in value astronomically and it's only going to continue to grow. So yeah. then there's a couple other things that hurt that dream. One of them being the rising inflation that we're mm-hmm. experiencing. And two, being the low like rate of interest in anything, mm-hmm. right? Like you can dump into the S and P five hundred, right? You can gain a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, well, like the 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 thing about that is like realistically, you have to throw in a bunch of money to like make you have any to throw reasonable in a lot of money early amount of and you have return, to, yeah. And you can't and you can't look at that money yeah. either, right? You have to mm-hmm. just sit on that money and wait, and mm-hmm. then hopefully that egg will when it's time for that egg to hatch. Day. Yeah, you got enough goose. 
Uh, but like, like going back to like housing and interest, it it is like a really end. like fuck situation right now because um, if you don't own a house by before like you hit like 35, 40, you probably never will own a house. Um, if yeah. you don't like maintain some type of like property at a certain age, it simply never will happen because it's going to become uh, more further and further out, further and further out of your price range. Uh, one due to inflation. Two, just due to like the housing bubble, yeah. depending on when that pops, which I like, I'm like really not even sure about. There's, it. there's like a couple <coughs> things with that. I like uh, to think of it kind of similarly in the, the it's like um, there's an idea with space travel. Yeah. So with the constant growth of technology, let's say me and you are both gonna go somewhere ten light years away, right? Mm-hmm. I leave today, um, so it's gonna take me ten years to get there. We're traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm traveling at the speed of light. Um, you leave in five years, but you yeah. travel at 10 times the speed of light. So you mm-hmm. get there in a year. You left five years after me, but got there four years before. Sure. So it's like the housing bubble is kind of like that mm-hmm. where Dude, that's trippy. if I buy a house now and then the housing bubble bursts, I'm farther behind than you who bought a house. Let's say five years down the road. Yeah. And after you've owned that house for five years and I've owned my house for 10 years, mm-hmm. you've paid more down on your house because yeah. you bought it at the better time. Exactly. So it's I like, mean, it's, it's like all a time returns, yeah. And there's no way you can know because mm-hmm. it's all speculation at yeah. the end of the day. Some people, like some people did predict the housing bubble bursting, yeah. right? As, a, as an average person, is, like, that's not day, like it's, studying no, it's just, everything. It's speculation though. Because people who did study didn't see it bursting, yeah. right? No, because it's, it's literally speculation. Like yeah. you can like make all the guesses and assumptions you want. And like that's all they are. They're guesses and assumptions. Mm-hmm. For some people it works out. For others it doesn't. It's like I don't know, you see you see like crazy things, right? Uh-huh. Excuse me. Um you see somebody put a two-way parlay on the uh, Bengals beating the fucking what is it? What was Patrick Mahomes team? I don't even remember now. I don't. Dude, the don't Chiefs, the Bengals beating the Chiefs and then the Rams beating the Bengals. Like yeah. people put like exact score parlays and then they make like 200x what they put in originally because of just how astronomically low the odds were of them getting exact numbers for two games back to back, right? Like they do that and you think, wow, there's no, like they have to know something, right? They, they don't. It's just a lucky guess. There's enough guesses put out there that one of them is going to be right, right? Mm-hmm. If, if there's, there's 10,000 people guessing on which day the housing bubble is going to burst, one of them is going to be right. Yeah. So when you look and you see in hindsight, oh, that guy said the housing bubble was going to burst early... 2008. He was right. He must know. No, he was just guessing like everybody else when it was just turned out his guess was speculation. right. Yeah, it's like there's literally no way you can know any of this. So housing it in of itself becomes an issue. And then it's just it's just all messed up. It's it's I think another reason is a lot of people are realizing this yeah. and it's like almost like a panic buy in, and the thing that they're panic buying right now is crypto because mm-hmm. crypto has this like lottery like aspect of it mm-hmm. right you throw well, it's your like, money it's a around. bunch of like fomo because like it is you you look at like an nft or excuse me actually actually yeah I'll, I'll use the example of nfts mm-hmm. um because they reflect a uh, coin so much mm-hmm. um but nfts uh what are they Maybe called the nft was gonna blow up uh what is it called board what are, yacht uh, club, yeah board, board apes yeah. board apes 
People like threw in, you know, money into like board apes. They were buying them for like, I believe the pri early prices were like two thousand, three thousand. You know, they were like, mm -hmm. oh, this is kind of cool. Um, and two thousand three thousand is not like just spending money for yeah. someone to draw. Oh yeah, of course not. No, it's like, a, like it's, a, that, it's a pretty penny. Exactly. Like you know, it's a little sum. Like and you're like hoping it does something. Yeah. And then um, I think uh, it was probably within like like four or six months when the cost of those like NFTs started like skyrocketing upwards into like the hundred thousands, you know, and people saw, oh my God, you know, wow, I guess NFTs are legit. Now look at all these people making like ginormous returns. And then that kind of like threw in a bunch of like other people trying to like, you know, catching on the hype, buying up like, you know, different types of NFTs, hoping, oh, I really hope this is the next board apes, you know, like I'm going to like buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that, you know, and ultimately a lot of the time it just ended up being a scam yeah. and a, like a carpet pull, you know, somebody's going to like sell you these, they're going to like, they're minting like, I don't know, like 3000, you know, they make their money and then like they did. Not to mention some of the egregious ones that mm -hmm. people have, like there are some very distasteful NFTs out there. Yeah. And not to mention the whole concept of NFTs. Uh -huh. it's, it's kind of fucked up to begin with, right? <laughs> what do like, you mean by that? It's art that you own, but like, it's like 70% of all NFTs are stolen art. Like, it's just yeah. unlicensed art that people used in their projects. Literally, I think it's really funny you say that because um, I was like watching, uh, you know what the YouTube channel Cracked is? They like uh, make like little skits here and there. I think I've seen one of them. Yeah. Uh, so they made a skit about NFTs recently and they like, they made some NFTs for the skit and they was like, you know, oh, you know, check out this like cool little NFT you can buy for like X amount of dollars, blah, blah, blah. But you know, they weren't real NFTs. Mm -hmm. And then, and, you know, they made a joke on the show, you know, uh, this is probably going to get stolen later and used by someone else for profit. And the funny thing is, it did. They made like two NFTs for the show and then it got stolen, ripped, and like found on like OpenSea <coughs> maybe a week later being sold for, I, I don't remember how much it was being sold for, but it was just, it was literally stolen. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> Someone making a joke about stealing got their joke stolen. Like how uh, ironic can that be? There's like, um, you know, like those laws. It's, it's called Poe's Law, where it's like the farther and farther the internet grows, the mm -hmm. harder and harder it is to tell satire from the real thing. Mm -hmm. It's like what's real and what's not on the internet anymore, you know? Everything is real. Everything's fake. Yeah. Like. It is so hard to discern real from fake these days. Yeah. Because you're just being like being fed what's the most easily digestible. Yeah, reality is only perception. <laughs> so then what, what, what are we even fighting for then? I don't know. That is a good question. Mm -hmm. But no, to get back to crypto, like I was talking for to one of my dream, friends. He's bro. really big into crypto. And one of the things he's saying is, back to the S&P 500, like you invest in like an index fund, right? You get what? Your 8% your back annually. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, good fucking job, right? You Maybe you throw in hundred bucks on this crypto project and it like a hundred X's, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's, yeah, like, that's like, that's like the gamble people are going mm -hmm. for, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen for basically any of them, but let's say you shoot on that one off, right? Mm -hmm. But it's because of that one off that people are taking advantage of other people's naivety. Like anywhere you look, you're seeing a crypto scam. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane. You can't even play video games anymore without people scamming it, right? I'm like, uh, I played a little bit of New World, right? Random people would join, like, whatever I, it is I'm doing, and they just, like, try to muster up a little bit of, um, 
like camaraderie, right? They're just talking to me about some stuff, maybe compliment my outfit or something mm -hmm. like that. And then they'll hit me with the, hey, have you heard about this? And I'll, I'll be like, what is it? I shit you not. This guy said, baby Dogecoin. I'm like, if you don't take your scamming ass out of here, I'm like, dude, that is the most, like, I, like, I don't know anything about it. I don't care to know anything about yeah. it. That's the most scam crypto name I've ever heard in my goddamn mm. life. And the audacity of this motherfucker. So I'm clowning the fuck out. I'm like, hey, dude, don't buy, Do don't buy baby Dogecoin. Buy Dogecoin. It's going to hit a dollar, right? Uh -huh. The market cap is going to hit 13 trillion. Trust me, dude. And it's like, he's like, oh, you must be a special kind of stupid. It's like, dude. You're literally on a game trying to advertise this literal yeah. scam crypto to people, yeah. hoping that you can take advantage of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you you say that being a very self-aware person, but a lot of people fall for that. Like, literally, you... A lot you, of you, people stupid as fuck, Yes, like, I, mean, I mean, even something like, like uh, baby Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Yeah. Dogecoin scammed so many people because... People saw that like random spike of growth it had, uh -huh. and then they're like, "Yeah, keep buying in. It's gonna hit a dollar soon, mm -hmm. dude. It's gonna hit a dollar." If you looked at the market cap for it to hit a dollar, the market cap would have to be something like thirteen trillion. I don't remember yeah. the number, but it was like insane. Like mm -hmm. it would have, like you have to hit an insane number, and people like, were like, "Dude, was it even actually possible?" I mean, if you think Dogecoin's market cap could exceed like the rest, like the world stock trades market mm -hmm. cap, like. <laughs> Like, like that's how high it would have to be for it to hit a dollar. And people yeah. are like, yeah, don't worry, it'll hit it. It'll hit it, dude. You have to be bullish about it. Mm. And what do you know? It didn't hit it because uh, that's insane for it to hit that. Well, see, and that, I feel like that goes back to, you know, wanting a slice for yourself. Like, there are so many of these, like, people, and it, I feel like a lot of it comes down to just, like, desperation. You know, you're you're you, fighting so the hard. The situation that the yeah. world is in right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you know, you're, like, you're struggling. Like, you know, like, maybe you're trying to pay off your student debt. You know, maybe you're just trying to, like, pay your fucking rent, you know. Yeah, maybe like, you're about to retire soon uh, and all you have in your retirement fund yeah. is 20 grand. Exactly, and it's not going to take you very far. And that 20 grand is going to last you a year at yeah. most and you're all out. Yeah, so, you know, you, like, you go in, you know, you check out these, like, coins, you know, you hear this and that from, like, one of your friends, you hear this and that from this influencer, you hear this and that from this article. The influencers are some of the mm. most egregious about it's it, It's disgusting. They're, it's getting paid, disgusting. they're getting paid to promote these things. They don't care how it turns out either mm -hmm. which way. And, you know, you have these impressionable people that... Mm -hmm trust these people for some reason or yeah. another and they're getting scammed out of their I mean, it's like it's impressionable and desperation like yeah the desperation is a huge factor of it right like because like you 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 want to be a part of this so bad because like you you've seen it happen you know let's uh let's go back to like last year with um gamestop you know like you see like uh gamestop and uh um, i made a hundred bucks uh, off that What's the game stuff. GMC. The, AMC. Uh, AMC. AMC, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, and then uh, it's like GME. Mm. Yeah, GME. The mm. GameStop. Yeah. No, isn't that like the other one? No, oh, I guess GME is GameStop. I'm pretty sure that's GameStop. Maybe. I don't know. But no, like, yeah, you, you saw that blow up. You saw like a bunch of people taking part, making money. You know, everyone was getting a piece. You know, like you see things like that. You see these like little booms over time. And you think, wow. This is a realistic thing for, you know, like us average people now. Do and you actually know what happened with that in the Robin uh, Hood uh, scandal? Where, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what was the resolution on that? Um, I mean, there wasn't a real resolution. I mean, Robin Hood got fined. Did they get fined? Oh, well, they got fined. Um, Seems like a kind of a slap on the wrist. I mean, basically, well, because like they're they're already it's cut. A slap on the no, wrist, they're because they're cut in with um mm -hmm. like the national banking systems. Um, they literally, the organization, 
that they were trying to save. I forget what the the name of it was called. Um, that that specific um, uh, hedge fund was the reason why they said, oh, hey, you can't buy this anymore because one of our buddies is losing too much money and will literally go under if this continues. So we're going to cut you off now so we don't lose, you know, one of our buddies here. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's all the, it's the billionaires boys club and you're not invited. Yeah. 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 You know, and uh, that's, that's the unfortunate thing about it, bub. You ain't come from uh, old money. Sucks to be you. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's the idea of there's no more slices of the pie left mm-hmm. to take, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't even fight for crumbs anymore. <laughs> okay, back to the idea uh, of the American dream. What's your perception on America right now? My perception on America? Mm. I mean, like, uh, as far as what? Like, making it? America on the world stage. On the world like, stage? Like, if you had to size up America, like, let's say mm. you let's say you can move anywhere you want in the world. Mm-hmm. You, you have no friends, no family, nowhere tying, nothing tying you to anywhere. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood go? got fined $70 million for that. Seems pretty paltry. It's not anything. Seems not a lot. Yeah. Um, if I can move anywhere, yeah, like on um, the, anywhere in the world, it's all open to you. I where, mean, where honestly, does America rank on that? Uh, what, where what? does America rank? I mean, like, look, like, let's be real. Like, America's got a lot of like really cool stuff. It has, um, it has a lot going for it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's 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 an iffy question because like you live in America, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't. You don't have the perspective of somebody who doesn't live in America, who's never seen America, who wants to move to America. Because, like, there's always a little bit you of romance. You only have your own perception, but I want to yeah. know There's a little bit Teddy of romance that goes in. into, like, where you want to live as well. And yeah. some people I mean, have that romance about America just because of how, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm also, I also want to know Teddy's question. perception on it, though, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I kind of know what Teddy's views would vaguely be based on the fact that he's an immigrant who then moved to America, so he has a lot of American propaganda internalized within himself. <laughs> um, you know, I want to know what somebody who's grown up in America would think, you know? So, like, Teddy, where would you rank? As I was saying, America has a lot of really cool stuff mm-hmm. um, that you can't really find in other places. Okay. Uh, Is it worth I'll, living here for? Um, McDonald's. I mean, honestly, like, I, that that's a question that I'd have to, like, ponder for, like, a good minute. Because it's, like, I, at this point, I'm kind of, like, um, kind of like a crackhead for America, you know? Like, you know, you, I know it's bad for me. Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's going to, like, be, like, bad for my mental health. But, like, God damn, is that crack good? Uh, and... There's a lot of interesting stuff about that American uh, propaganda, dude. <laughs> like, it's, it's in, you get you get a little you get a little dose of it. Uh, it's, we don't hit anyone mm-hmm. with a hard anything anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're not gonna hit you with hard um, product placement because you're mm-hmm. gonna catch it. You're gonna if I if I mm-hmm. ah, wow, that was just, that was really refreshing. Sorry, something was caught in my throat. Uh-huh. If I hit you with one of those, yeah. you're gonna say, "Wow, I'm not buying that shit. That was fucking stupid, right?" <laughs> but if I'm talking to you, uh-huh. and you know, mm-hmm. well. sorry about that. Just mm-hmm. a little thirsty. But mm-hmm. if I continue talking to you, you know, yeah. you see it. It's just stuck in your brain. Mm-hmm. You go, you go to the grocery store. You see it, and I'm like, huh? Yeah. And well, maybe he was drinking. Maybe it can't, it can't be all bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you try it there. You. It's always that subliminal messaging. Mm-hmm. It's in everything. Like. And it's like, um, it's one of those things where you can look at it in one of two ways. You can say, oh, you're looking for it. That's why you find it. Or you don't see it because you're not looking for it. 
right? You, that argument's used on a lot of different things. I heard somebody use it on racism, right? Where it's just like, you only think things are racist because you look for stuff to be racist. Or it could be every like a lot well, of a lot of things are racist and you only don't see it because you're not looking for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's the thing. Both can be true at the same time. Yeah, so it's like, what is uh, true? Uh, you know, like <laughs> if I tell you right now uh, that isn't real. if I tell you right now that superhero movies always end with the city being destroyed because of the American military complex and us to associate a destroyed city where the heroes are standing victorious to be a sign of victory and not a sign of we accidentally destroyed the city. You know, is that military propaganda or am I just looking into it too deep? Wow, that's like hella fucking deep. Bro. You know, Disney has contracts with the military. Disney has contracts with the military? Disney has contracts with everything, dude. Dude, Do you know how big Daffy or Donald Duck was in World War II? I don't. Wasn't he a Nazi? No. Which one? He he was a Nazi in one of them. Yeah. He was a worker. Uh, Uh But, like, most fucking platoons or, like, you know, squadrons, like, they could choose their own emblem. Most of them had Mickey, or what's it called, uh, Donald Duck on them. It's crazy. It's yeah. like, I think 30% of all squadrons all right. had Donald Duck. So before I told you that Disney had military contracts, and I told you that the Marvel movies ending with the city being destroyed is military propaganda, it sounds like I'm just looking for something, right? Mm-hmm. But now when I tell you that the military has ties with Disney, and I say that it's military propaganda... Mm-hmm. Am I looking for it, or were you just not looking for it, so that's why you didn't see it, mm-hmm. you know? What's the truth? Yeah, like I said, like, both can be true at the same time, and, like, that's, like, that's that's fascinating, though. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, again, like, let's go back to it. Like, you know, what, what are we fighting for in all of this strife, you know? Like, why, why, why do we even bother working hard knowing the end goal? We might just get fucked. In it all. I mean, like, what's the, it, it gets a bit existential about, like, mm-hmm. what's the point of life, right? <laughs> like, there's, uh-huh. you can argue there's no point in life, but there's also not really a point in dying either, right? Because mm-hmm. if I die, then it's all over and yeah. I lose out on possible experiences. You know, that's like, that's my, like, everyone's reason for existence is different. Mine's experiences. You know, I want to mm-hmm. experience different things. I want to try yeah. new foods. I want to go to new places. I want to meet new people. Mm-hmm. And, like, as far as what I'm fighting for, it's the opportunity to do that, right? Yeah. It's the opportunity to, to, to search for happiness. Yeah. The one, the one right written into the amendment, mm-hmm. or constitution, I don't remember which, the constitution. Constitution. The, the, right, the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Cause you might, you'll, they can't guarantee you that happiness. You're allowed to pursue it. Yeah, that's that's all you can really ask for. No, I like I I 100% agree. Like I I like to think I'm like a fairly realistic on you know the the state of affairs, but regardless of that, um, I I still want to achieve things. Like I've said this like a few times already on this podcast. All I want to do, let me get like let me get like one to three million. And I'm good. After that, let me like fuck off. Plan. A million's not a million anymore, dude. <laughs> I'm aware. Well, you That's cool what I said. Making a million and like dropping dead right there. No, no, gotta, no like I gotta, said, you like, got to you got to cook your bread and then eat it. Exactly, too, you know? exactly. Like, look, 
if I can like if I can get to that range, you know, like work hard, like you know, um, get successful with like uh, businesses that I have. How long? You know, huh? how long do you want to live? How long do I want to live after you got three mil? After I have three mil, I mean, let well, me it's let me get to of his end goal, right? Does he want to create something for himself, or does he want to create something for his children? I'm and, and that, that's like another whole fucking thing, because like realistically, I'm still going to like 60, 70. And, you know, like, realistically, that's, like, young. But, like, after that age, you're just, like, your body's kind of fucked. 60, 70 is gone. Yeah. I feel that it's morally reprehensible to bring a child into a dying world. Exactly. That's how I feel. Because, like, the thing is, d- despite that, you know, because of emotional trauma caused <laughs> by um, parental abuse, oh, uh, you know, I, I would perhaps one day like to have a few kids, you know, teaching the life lessons that I've learned. Get a dog. But so then, you want to beat some kids is what you're saying. That whoa, is, whoa, I don't know whoa, why whoa, you took whoa, it there. Um, but anyways. We break cycles of abuse <laughs> exactly. in this household. Um, but not, no, you know, not, like not, I like think about that and I'm like, hmm. You know, I would really like to do that. But then I also think, damn, the world's going to be really fucked by the time I'm, like, 50. Is that really a good idea? I'm kind of just, like, ruining their lives by doing that to them. If you can't guarantee a bright future for your child, like, if you can't look in the mirror and say, Mm -hmm. like, my child is going to live a better life than I lived, Mm -hmm. right? Is it really, like... Are you doing the right thing by bringing yeah. a child? It's kind of selfish, honestly, mm-hmm. to have Very. a child at that point. No, right? 100%. If you're just having a child for yourself and you don't care how that child's going to end up, mm-hmm. like, that's honestly the most I mean, selfish you can no, be. No, I mean, literally, literally look at, like, popular culture right now. We have um, Instagram models literally hunt headhunting uh, sports players, basically just anyone with money getting pregnant and then having a kid in order to you gotta collect you got to that um, hot sauce, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> How do you um, feel about that, actually? I thought it was hilarious, but I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's not true. Um, but no, like you, crazy, you, you literally man. have these women having kids. Like the worst example of them all, like Brittany Renner, bro. This woman is yeah, the out NBA here. Player. Yeah, bro. Like uh, what was his name? Um. Man, isn't it crazy that I know her name and not his name? <laughs> <laughs> That's how prolific she is. Uh, she wrote a book or two. Yeah, yeah. I think I skimmed one of them. Uh, I, I saw it on Amazon, and that's as far as I got. I'm a speed reader. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't even know who this motherfucker is. Um, but no, anyways, like you, you're literally having these kids because you want uh, you want a piece of what they have, and that kid is going to bring you towards that. Like, that is beyond Having a child selfish. for, yeah. It's, because at the end of the day, it's a life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I even disagree with the people that have, like, their COVID pets, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's, I get it, you're lonely, you want mm-hmm. a pet, right? But at the end of yeah. the day. No, dude, deal with your fucking problems. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is still a life, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not, like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's no, no, weird no, that I, I, I sometimes agree, I think like, it's weird. The thing is, like, you, you, you have these, like, pets, like, because you're locked inside. You can't do anything. You can't go outside. You can't see your friends. Mm-hmm. But then once it's over, you have to go back to work. You're doing things. Like, you're all over the place. And now you don't actually have the amount of, like, uh, time to give the Especially attention. Especially because these pets end up with huge abandonment. Like, yes, because, like, they, they, like, they've gotten accustomed and used to. You being around 24-7. Exactly. Yeah. And now you do that to them, like, because, like, these, these creatures, they have emotions. They have feelings. Yeah. You know, they They're are alive. Beings, you know, it's, like, it's fucked because I, I do eat meat, right? Mm. Like, the the mass farming 
industrial complex mm-hmm. that we got going on. It's not yeah. a good thing. No. It's, it's definitely not humane meat, mm-hmm. if there is such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty fucked up standard of life yeah. that they have. And maybe it's because I'm not personally committing these war crimes against these farm animals. Atrocities, yeah. if you will. Yeah, but... Well, and that's that's like know. another thing. Like you know, we we all know it. it. Yeah, no, you and you should. Like you know, like <laughs> we all we all are aware of it. We all know it's bad, but we it is so ingrained in our like um, our routine, mm-hmm. and there's like not really a realistic way of going back without um, these industries making their money. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Like, at the bottom line, like, they're trying to, like, get money as uh, fast and efficiently as they can. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep buying it because it's fast and efficient. I mean, and then there's, like, the whole lobbying thing that goes on in the U.S. Mm-hmm. where it's, like, <laughs> if if an industry is failing, they'll the government will just bail it out if it's big mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Like, that's Yeah, because it brings in that are. much money. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, because the U.S., as a whole, like... That's so much cheese, bro. <laughs> the dairy industry lobbies, baby. Oh. Corn <laughs> is is so cheap because it's so subsidized. <clears throat> it's, it's just a lot of things. Like, people shouldn't be eating that much cheese. Like, that's... There's no way that's good for you, bro. What's the, what's the U.S. Con- look up U.S. consumption for cheese annually per capita. I think it's like three pounds or something. A year? Yeah. Maybe that's not crazy. I think three maybe. pounds per person a year. I don't think that's crazy. Teddy, that's like a billion a billion pounds per person though. Per country, a billion in the country. That's a billion pounds of cheese. Yeah, but if it's like two pounds, like excuse me, three pounds per person a year. I feel like that's not crazy. I think a billion pounds of cheese total is pretty. No, crazy. okay. Think about this. Think How much about is it? The amount of fucking steps that you have to go through to like get cheese. Mm-hmm. Are you looking it up or not? Yes. Oh How God. much cheese per... Just type in cheese capita U.S. Uh, the U.S. was up to 39 pounds uh, per capita in 2017. In 2020, the average consumer in the United States... Ate about forty point two pounds of cheese. Okay, so forty pounds. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. So what, what number did I give you for three pounds? Three, three pounds. I gave you a billion. So this is at least ten billion. Yeah, that's a lot. I think one billion is a lot of cheese. I feel like that's not too crazy. <laughs> How big of a building is a billion pounds of cheese? <laughs> I don't know. It's quite the story. Depends on the density. Depends on the type of cheese. Yeah, if it's Swiss, you have all those holes. uh, (laughs) See, Swiss is a scam sold by big cheese to sell you cheese at a higher price and you get less cheese. Wow, bro. It's a scam, dude. That's profound. Yeah, no. The Midwest in particular is egregious with their cheese usage, dude. I've been using that word a lot. It's actually my word of the month. Egregious? Yeah. Good word. Yeah. But no, I mean, I don't know. I don't consume that much cheese. I like I consume cheese with my like burgers sometimes. You eat pizza? Think of how much cheese is on that bitch. I don't. I eat pizza maybe like. I want pizza. Like bro. once every few months. Really? Yeah, I don't eat pizza too often. It's very low as a former Domino's employee. 
Mm. And the Little Caesars. Damn, you got mm-hmm. some trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I have minimum wage trauma. <laughs> you have pizza chain trauma. <laughs> Getting tossed around these pizza chains like a hoe. Dude. Um, if, uh, for anyone that's, uh, been, uh, here since the first episode, which I doubt any of you have, um, <laughs> go back to the first episode and go listen to my, um, my Little Caesars horror, uh, horror story. I'm curious. I will listen to that, actually. Yeah, go to it. Mm. Mm, I got a, I got a good story in there. Nice. Um, but, uh, no, I like to, to go back a little bit, um, for what's, like, worth it to me. As far as this uh, this American dream goes, mm-hmm. I just want, I like it by nature. I'm an incredibly lazy person, you know. Like I I hate doing stuff. I hate working hard. I'm gonna be real with you. You're a very you know, driven, like, lazy person. Yeah, I'm I'm driven so I can be lazy later. Wow, that's really it. Like I want to like work really hard so I can achieve a few things, get a few bucks, and then just like be lazy and waste money. Mm-hmm. That's really all I want. It's a very roundabout laziness. Yeah, you know, like all I want. That's why I keep saying, like, let me let me get like one to three mil. Let me like let me get like an upper middle class house. I don't need a mansion. I in fact I hate mansions. I hate mansions. So, it, it, the upkeep, the fucking wasted space. You're not using all of that unless you move your all of your family and extended family in. Yeah. That's the only way it's worth it. That's some immigrant thinking you just had right there. <laughs> That's the only way it's worth it. Yeah, you just had to, oh my, that was the most immigrant ass thought ever. I'm I'm just saying, oh bro. If God. like if it's just you and your fucking three kids living in this 19 bedroom house, you're scum. <laughs> Maybe maybe Miss Cutter the second will be having his friends over and they need a room to stay and I can't expect <laughs> yeah, all the, the fucking football to stay team. In the stay room of course, yes. Yeah, so let's just invite the whole football team to come over to the mm-hmm. house and you know just like enjoy a night over. Yes, they can run a train on my wife as I watch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but no, dude, I hate mansions. I don't need that. Like, like at most, I could like maybe make use of two extra rooms. That run a train on my wife was a reference to Teddy almost running a train on some hot wife. Yeah, honestly, one of the most regretful things I think about. The fact that he didn't do it is the The fact that I didn't do it, yeah. Oh, my God. She had an amazing ass for a woman over 50. Crazy. Crazy the things money will buy you. Crazy. Um, It's getting egregious, though. (laughs) Surgeries, like... You know, get a little bit of lip filler is fine, uh, right? Like, you uh, know, you look look nice with it. You've been it. watching Euphoria recently? I have. I I've watched watching. a couple episodes here and there. I've uh, but lied so to girls about watching a couple episodes here uh, and there. I try not to watch it. It's just not it's, my It's good. Movie. It's a really good show. But, like, the reason why I, I bring it up my way out of is because, it, check it out, it's worthwhile, it's good. It's, like, it has a lot of very good themes as far as addiction and just, like, the reality of it mm-hmm. is... I heard Zendaya um, got her Zendusi no. Um, it is it is implied, yes. <laughs> Zendusi. <laughs> Zendusi. Sorry, that's, um, the, that's the terminology the kids on the internet use. But um, anyways, uh, the reason why I bring it up is because in like the the current season, season two, there's this like uh, druggie with like huge fucking like filler lips, and at first I was like, damn, them some nice DSLs, but then I was like, damn. Those are kind of big. Uh, 
at a very passing glance, mm-hmm. the very large lips look nice, but then when you look at them, they like the more you look at them, they mm-hmm. look kind of unnatural. Right? Yeah, no, like, and that's what I was saying. I was like, damn, I could everything. like I could see like you know those really doing something, and then I was like, hmm, that's a lot. It's like I'm I'm a fan of smaller tits, mm-hmm. right? But if you get big old big old big old bazongas, you know, like there's nothing wrong with it, right? No, it's when it's when it gets egregious. <laughs> you can't keep using the word. <laughs> It's my word of the month. When you overuse a big word, you sound dumb. Yeah, but it's my word of the month. I I have to try to incorporate it as much as I can. Um, but yeah, you know, there excess is a thing. There is a, such a thing as too much. Hmm. Um, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yes. Holy shit! They've made a one point four twenty-four millimeter. I just need enough. If I can have enough what? to live, Nothing. flashily, perhaps buy one or two. ATVs. Cars that I shouldn't have, uh, and perhaps a few ATVs, ATVs that I shouldn't yeah. have. I feel like happy. feel like that's all I really want in life. You know, my forty acres and a couple ATVs. I don't need the mule. <laughs> the mule is the fast car. <laughs> you can you can keep the mule. I'm really, keep, I have the ATVs. Really, yeah. It's my forty acres. It's not gonna be developed land. <laughs> I'm a I'm a mud. I'm not gonna develop it. You can like you can mud in your fancy car. I feel like my fancy car doesn't hold up too well to the sticks, you know? <laughs> I also, dude, I was watching this thing about uh-huh. Ferrari in particular and, like, Ferrari sending cease and desist to people modding their own cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't like that. And that's why all boys' clubs are a scam. Facts. Luxury cars, scam. Mm. No, dude, it's like art. You're protecting it. Yeah, except I bought your art, so I can shit on it if I want to. Okay. No. Uh, so if I become a millionaire, I'm buying a Ferrari and shitting on it, <laughs> sending it back to the dealership, mm. saying somebody shit on my car. It's <laughs> me, by the way. <laughs> Jeez. Um, our last section for today is call um, me when you do that, though. Wealth is wealth an illusion in our current era of social media? Because uh, as we were, like, talking about a little bit earlier, you know, we, we have these, like, uh, influencers and just, like, big, like, social media people, like, you know, uh, just uh, repping, you know, like, they have, like, a bunch of money. For instance, uh, what's his name? You you would know since the you're Tinder on TikTok swindler. too often. No, 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 not, not even that, but that's a good example. Uh, what What's the one fucking, like, overweight dude with, like, the crazy fucking beard? Um, you know, it's, like... It's almost like um, a fat on, Joe beard, but I'm like not, I'm worse. not on that side of TikTok. It's not. It's oh, not enough e girls in that. No, side he's, he's like he's like the fake flexor dude. Um, fuck, I can't remember what his name is. But like, anyways, uh, the major point is just like there's so many like people out here just like portraying a bigger life than they actually have. To um, again, I mean, you sell an image. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're like they're they're selling this like very specific image. To uh, you know, people who don't have that, you know, more often than not, mm-hmm. and then uh, in order to for them to get to the same level as you are, you show them this product, you show them this coin, you show them this NFT, you show them a lifestyle, you know. And uh, if you do this, this, and this, perhaps one day you could meet me on my level mm-hmm. of being in debt, forty thousand dollars, and uh, hunted by the IRS. The IRS isn't scary. I will simply commit. Unalive. 
the IRS will find its money. <laughs> Not, they can't get the money if I kill myself first. Oh, bet. No, but uh, like a current topic uh, that, because I, I don't know exactly the name of the person you're talking of, but the Tinder uh-huh. swindler. Now, sure. that's somebody that sold, uh, sold an idea, right? Mm-hmm. The idea that reality is all perception. Mm-hmm. Babe, babe, my enemies are hunting me down. I need $40,000 or they're going to yeah. kill me, babe. Bro, the Alps are after me. <laughs> Please help. Dude, this, it's, that story is so insane, right? Because uh-huh. I've dated... Well, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not the best example mm-hmm. of this. But I've never dated a girl that I would go into debt for. You know? That's all I'm saying. And <laughs> he milked a woman for half a million. He yeah. milked all these women for yeah. a total of $10 million. Yeah. And all he was doing was using money from one woman in order to live on the lifestyle in order to impress another woman so he yeah. could milk her for money. Yeah, I know. He was like a daisy scumazer. chaining. Yeah. D- damn. And that like, was a good word. I should start using that. Daisy <laughs> and like, the, it's just, it's, it's really fucking unfortunate because like, you know, just like you said, he was portraying this image. And because, you know, he's like, ah, oh, you know. Uh, wealthy son of a uh, diamond tycoon. You know he's got the fucking money. You saw him documentary flexing it. Documentary was fire. It was, it was very good. You know, and he was like, you know, oh, I I got it, bro, babe. I literally took you out to a thirty million dollar dinner. Come on, you know I'm good for it. Yeah. And you know, and then they like give it up because it's like you know, oh my god, you know, like they're they're literally caught in the web. This dude is a fucking spider. They're caught in the web of like this allure, this like money, this like possible life mm-hmm. of like you know multi-million dollar, probably multi-billion dollar lifestyle they could be living with this diamond tycoon. Yeah. You know, a life that they know that they probably shouldn't have. It's it's getting caught up in that web. The one that I thought was particularly interesting was the one lady that said she had no romantic interest with him, mm-hmm. never slept with him, and then gave him, like, 40 grand anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... Well, that, that's, like, the, the woman that was, like, like quote-unquote good friend, right? Yeah. Like, like didn't, didn't they have an initial relationship, but then, like, they, like... I think they went on a date, and uh, then immediately, like, the sparks weren't there for mm-hmm. her, so they just stayed as good friends. Mm-hmm. But... See, no, because, like, I, I, then I, like, I don't understand that at all. That woman's, like, a straight-up moron because... Or she's a really good friend. No, she's a moron because, like, look, like, even if, like, you got it like that and I know you got it like that, if I don't know you for, like, at least, like, four-plus years... You're not getting money out of me. It's the it's the manipulation of someone's good intentions, right? Because mm-hmm. I think on the documentary she said that she has X amount of money saved up so she can get mm-hmm. her own place away yeah. from her mother. But what's more important, her getting that place or her protecting her friend from possibly death, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's just manipulating someone's good intentions with also uh-huh. the idea that uh-huh. he implanted within her that he would be able to pay her back no matter yeah. what. Yeah, sure. So – Nah, bro. Like, look, man, Mishkot, if you ever get hunted by your ops and you're asking for $30,000, I'm sorry. My enemies are chasing me. Please. (laughs) I have to escape to my enemies. I'm going to tell you right now. If I use the word enemies, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to send you a good $50. (laughs) And get yourself a cab, G. Yo. (laughs) Good luck. Yo, yo. How, how, Teddy, how are you going to say that to Mishka when you have done this to us already? When is Teddy said that he needed money from his enemies? 
Wow. Don't you remember when uh, Teddy's Snapchat account sent out? Oh, I hit, yeah, I hit a cat, bro. My enemies <laughs> have made me attack an animal. I must pay for its bills. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That one bro. Gave money yeah, I know, so bro. It was like, oh, fuck. What, but it's what? like, we, I, I saw that. I was uh, like, Teddy doesn't give a shit about no animal. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what fucking, um, uh, fuck, 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 oh. Teddy's uh, driving away, bro. <laughs> Carl. Like, Carl, like, literally, like, uh, texted me about the situation. He was like, you know, he, he told me, like, you know, I saw that. And I was like, you know, uh, Teddy would never do that. He'd literally leave that thing on the side of the road for death. That's what I'm saying. Teddy would not give a shit about no stray. If he got caught hitting it by, like, the la- the dog's owner, he'd be like, ah, now I got a banger so she doesn't press charges. <laughs> Teddy's not paying for no animal, dude. So, nah, dude, I was just, like... The craziest thing about that is just like I was upset because it damaged my character. Nah. Like literally, I had some I had some hoes on my phone, and like they damn, literally these hoes are like, they, damn, this man hurts animals. <laughs> no, it's just like, is he trying to scam me? It's like I'm sure what like one through they head. You were I the lost, swindler. Yeah, bro, I I lost literally three girls I was talking to. Now you see, you call them hoes, but you were talking to three girls. <laughs> Options. Says the hoe. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> if it walks like I, a hoe and talks like a I, hoe, I, it might I, I be a hoe. What do you mean? I don't might. know what I want. Might. I don't know what I want, and hence, you know, that's why I'm like dancing <laughs> the waters. You know, is it gonna work with you? Is it gonna yeah, work with you? Yeah, is it gonna work with you? Yeah, so it's a dating scene, not a not a parfait shop. You, know? you can't. You can't. Just, I don't know what I want, so I guess I'll just get all the toppings. <laughs> No, 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 no. I feel like it's not even that bad. Like, I max out at, like, three. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you max out at three. Bro. I've never talked to more you're, than this man. This man thinks he's living time. in a hair of anime. You're, you're perfect for the fucking Domino's coupon, though, dude. Get through three topics. Of, like, I, <laughs> you guys are literally talking about me like I'm a whore right now. It's literally, I've never talked to more than three girls at one time. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's literally not bad. This happens all the time. Arvon, do you have any fun stories about women? <laughs> what? Any fun stories? Any anything new? Anything spicy? No. Anything? You know what? What's the drama? I don't really have any drama. Very boring. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, I was gonna say uh-huh. something, but you got into the whole rant. <laughs> If you get back to it, let us know. Oh We're moving God. on let to me, let me think money. It. It's something related moves. to Teddy being a hoe. Money moves. What's the money move? Oh, Do fuck. not What's invest the in the Ukrainian currency. <laughs> I have a, an inclination that it may lose some value in the upcoming weeks. Um. Anyways, wow, you're just trying to short it. Ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. I don't have the pockets for that. Uh, Kanye West is having another episode. How, um, how shutting the fuck up can save face, or is pu- uh, the publicity worth it? Have you watched the Kanye West documentary on Netflix? I saw the first episode, and I saw yeah. that you watched it too. I did. Well, you can see that shit? Yeah. yeah. You can make friends on Netflix? No. no. We, we pirate it together. <laughs> oh. You mean together? I pirate it, and you suck off of me. <laughs> Don't say it like that. You're going to make me sound like another one of your hoes. <laughs> oh, okay. Out of here. You, should, you should confirm the login for me. <laughs> no, fuck out of here. 
<laughs> Both terrible. I'm trying you, to... You know, much, you know how much pussy I'm I've a, gotten you? I'm a leech. You know, you know how much I've given you that you've leached from me? I appreciate I should be collecting taxes. I appreciate you. Bro, I'll let you... my way. <laughs> I'll let you lick your pussy juices off my dick. <laughs> That's your tag. <Sorry. laughs> I'll cut you off right now. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke, did you? Let me leech. <laughs> Yeah, but money moves. Kanye, a little insane. You see, um, the thing is, his little PR team did where they logged in and typed in "not all caps," and then immediately he posts a picture of Kim, and it's just like the caps are back. (laughs) No, I did not. Okay, so so they so they posted a thing, and they're just like, "Sorry for talking in all caps. I know, you know, some people think it's a little aggressive. I'm learning in real time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The divorce and all that's been weighing really heavily on me. You know, I'm just trying to be a better person, a better father than." Yeah. Then I know how to be. Did that come out today? No, that came out like two days ago. And then the next post he does, it's all caps. It's a picture of Kim. And he's just like, you can't shut me up. (laughs) (laughs) See, okay. So like, let's give a bit of context. So um, (laughs) if you guys weren't already aware, uh, Kanye West recently had a mental breakdown where he was on Instagram uh, making uh, posts and reposting memes about um, I love those uh, Pete, otherwise known as Skeet. Skeet. Uh, you and, have uh, any location, <laughs> any idea of the whereabouts of Skeet? <laughs> so he's basically just like, uh, he made, I think, like, at least, like, like 18 posts in one day, and people <laughs> thought his account was stolen. And so he posted um, a picture of himself with a piece of paper, my account has not been hacked just to let everybody know. But um uh anyways, he just like he was basically just like berating uh skeet. Berating. Berating berating. That was skeet. My word of the month a couple months back. And you know, it's just like personally, I think it's honestly like it's really, really bad. Cause it's just like I get that you're upset that this man is like piping down your wife. Um, but, you know, berating him isn't going to get her back or get uh, her to break up with him. Because, if anything, it's just like pushing them further, closer and closer together. Now they're unified against you. Huh? Now they're unified against exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, you gotta, like, look at Connie like being such a jackass. Play the song. That, that will not work. It's too late for that. And like the thing is, like uh-huh. even like That's after that, skit, he he um he sent over a truck over to uh, Kim's house. So next door. Uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> next door. And the truck like had a decal on it saying, "I see clearly now." And it was on Valentine's Day. It was filled with roses. And I don't. I just don't see how that could be a fucking uh, an apology. Like, is he still dating? Like, no, and you know, you know, and th- I think the reason why he said I see clearly now is because they're not together anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she also came out on like a new interview saying that um, uh, it was all a, a scam. It was all you know publicity. You know, I was just uh, making a come up off of Kanye, which everybody was already aware of. Everyone yeah. already knew this was happening. No one thought this was real. Yeah. Um, she, also, she also said she went goblin mode. <laughs> she said he didn't like it when I went goblin mode. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Bro, funny. Like, what's, what's goblin mode? <laughs> I Yo, saw, like, a bunch so of... Scary. I saw a bunch of, like, little TikToks about it. It's uh, like, we're not going girl boss anymore. We're going goblin mode. <laughs> Yo, that's horrible. Please, don't go goblin mode on Yo, me. Go goblin mode on your enemies. <laughs> Send me $40,000. They're going goblin mode on me. <laughs> Yo, 
No, bro. If Kanye's, Kanye's like usually not afraid of a lot of things. If Kanye's afraid, I'm afraid. Kanye's afraid of goblins. Dude, I saw, I don't know if this was real, but I saw like a little photo shoot that she did. And one of the pictures is just her lying. Um, you know, like the parking lots, how they scoop up all the snow at the end of the season. It's like yeah. dirty ass snow. She's uh, lying on one of those. Gross. <laughs> That, that must be Colin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, like uh, back to like the the topic at hand. Like, Kanye is having a mental episode, and everyone is here to watch it, and it's really bad. Like, I feel like even for like the Kanye stands, um, you particularly must know Jesus Christ, Kanye. What are you doing? Even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. But anyways, I think it is, it's it's a really bad look anytime anyone mm -hmm. uses mental illness as almost like a shield against their own negative behaviors, mm -hmm. right? Like, well, every, everyone's, he, he's not even doing that though. Like, everyone knows it's a mental health problem except him. <laughs> everyone knows it but him. <laughs> Okay, you got me there. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. I didn't have. I didn't go this far into the notes. Um, <laughs> as Kanye's unofficial PR, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to work with. He locked me out of our Instagram account. I can't type anything. No, it's just bad. He just he looks like a straight moron, bro. And it's like it's like terrible to see because. You know, we're we're all like aware of like uh, uh, what Kanye is capable of as far as like creativity, creativity wise. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, there was like a whole thing word. where it was like, um, <clears throat> shit. Who was the mm -hmm. Virgil Abloh? He was the mm -hmm. creative director of Saint Laurent, I believe, before his passing. I believe it was Louis Vuitton. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. Sorry. Yeah, I always get those two mixed up. But yeah, mm -hmm. he was the creative director of Louis Vuitton, and Kanye was passed up for that job. Yeah. Right. And one of the things was people were talking about because Kanye really wanted that job. He was really into fashion, mm -hmm. and he is really passionate about the Louis Vuitton Don, uh, brand. He calls himself the Louis Vuitton Don. Yeah. It's like one of his nicknames. But um, he's never going to get that job, mm -hmm. right? Because he's just too unstable for it. Yeah. Right? Like, if I hire... If I have a security team and I can hire John Wick, except John Wick experiences episodes of PTSD and attacks everything in front of him, probably not hiring John Wick yeah. for the security detail, you know? Yeah, sure. Like, because he might get the job done better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Or he might stab me in the neck with a pencil. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you really it's need a to take that risk? Probably not, you know? I need security, not possible throat pencil. <laughs> What's, Not possible what's, enemies. What's the what's the called when they cut a hole in your throat so you can breathe? I tracheotomy. Don't, I don't yeah, fucking know. Eh. John Wick gives me an emergency tracheotomy with a pencil. Um, but uh, I do have enemies. Send me forty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, and like, one of the, like the arguments I saw for it is that uh, and like I can kind of see it and I kind of don't is like he's just doing it for publicity. He's doing it for like album. I don't promo. think it's publicity, right? Because he's yeah. Honestly, I, I think he's as big as you can get, mm -hmm. right? Like, he's a, I don't know. I guess Michael jo <laughs> Michael Jackson was known mm -hmm. worldwide, worldwide. And yeah. Like, Kanye's getting there. He is known fairly globally, I feel like. Yeah, but you got you to think. In my, like, rural, uh, in my rural hometown in Bangladesh, mm -hmm. right, people knew who Michael Jackson was, yeah. right? They even had a saying, 
I can't say it exactly in Bengali, but it roughly translates out to Michael Jackson came and went and everyone's brains left with him because people went genuinely crazy for Michael yeah. Jackson. No, like, he was a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Um, Did he touch those kids? I, I don't know. I, I, hear, I hear young Michael sing, and I think there's no way this... He would have done that. He had an angelic voice as a child. And the thing is, like, even, like, yeah, I... a lot of pri- priests touch again, kids. I reiterate, I really don't know. But, like, when I see, like, the little, like, clips of, like, you know, Michael Jackson, and he's just, like, he's just being a, a fun, loving young lad. And mm. I'm just, like, so much innocence there. But, like, mm. I don't, I don't fucking know. I, I don't mean, know. there's something in that Hollywood water. There is. You know, this, like... Kevin Spacey's, your wine no, you're, Look, you're, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. Um, Prince Andrew did, in fact, commit sexual assault. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that is why he was uh, expelled from the royal family. Yeah, I think the queen's paying out like 12 mil for the settlement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, the major argument I the see is like is Alban promo, you know, like he's like drumming up like, you know, uh, making noise to catch fish. I forget what whatever the fucking saying making is. Making noise to catch fish. Like, I, 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 like it's, it's something. Like you're like like. Yeah, I don't know what saying. Rushing that the is, water but, but I to catch I'll, fish. I'll, I don't know. I'll pretend like it made sense. Yeah. We can continue. Let's ask. I, the, I don't know. I don't know what the beginning Mishka, of it. The fish expert of the room. Okay, this motherfucker. Right, we were talking um, about small YouTubers and how a million um, and how half a million like or views on a video is not viral anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I was saying. You like you can look at the pond or you can look at the whole picture, right? The pond in this situation being like a small niche community, right? Like maybe you're the biggest person in this niche community, but that compared to the actual YouTube landscape, you might be a literal nobody, right? Like you have 50,000 subscribers. That, that might be a lot for some communities, right? But if you look at it in the scope of YouTube, 50,000 is not that many, right? So it's like... Are you looking at the pond where this is the biggest fish? Or are you looking at the whole picture? You know. Yeah, that's why I said that's a terrible way to fucking phrase it. I thought why it was pretty good. Say, why are we looking at the size of the pond or the size of the fish? Because that makes okay, okay, sense. bro. That literally has nothing to do with it. Literally, it's just like the saying was just supposed to be like stirring up water to catch fish. It's just it's literally. Why just would you stir up the water? You want the water to be calm, otherwise bro, the fish are going to get scared. Gonna that's look. why I was calling upon the uh, it, local look, you, fish man. You guys got like way off fucking topic. Um, I did, sorry about that. <laughs> pu- publicity. Publicity. Is it, is it really? Is it really even worth it at this point? Like for him, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think. And it, mm, I don't know. For something like music, mm-hmm. people will listen to music, yeah. right? Like, as <laughs> I was never part of that generation, so I never listened to R. Kelly, but. Some motherfuckers be like, I don't care if he molested a billion women. Uh, this is the song I danced to with my prom, and I'm going to dance to it till the day I die. Yeah. It's like, how are you that passionate about our mm. fucking Kelly? Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, music literally has, like, such a specific effect on the brain, like, as far as, like, storing memories and creating memories with it. Um, literally, there, there'll there be, like, a couple. They have, like, you know, just like you said. You our know, song. The song, yeah, our song, you know. We danced to this at prom, and it was like, oh, my God, this is my favorite song. And you said, oh, my God, this is my song, favorite song, too. And then we danced to it at our wedding, and, you know, it's just like every time it comes on, we just both get horny, and it's just like it's a whole fucking thing. You know, like, it, it, like music literally has a psychological effect on people. I don't like that you were looking at me when you said it. I was trying not to Wait, make that Okay, which, which song makes you horny? 
Um, I, I don't have one of those. Some songs do get me a which little song, riled up. Which song makes you horny? I'm always to be a depressed bitch because I'm Frank Ocean. Mm. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Which which taste makes you horny? I feel taste? like taste is a big associating factor as well. Mm, nah, taste I don't think about lips. food when I think about sex. What smell makes you horny? Smell? Mm, tilapia. <laughs> 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 Tilapia's good, though. I want some. Uh, definitely does not make me horny when I do. <laughs> I don't know. Women that smell good? I don't know. I don't think... I don't know. Very tactile person. Very visual person. Sense of smell, it's not always, it's not always all there. You know, sense of taste... I'm not. I'm not eating with, for my dick. You know, I'm, I'm eating for my soul. Wow! But you're listening mu- to music for your dick. Huh? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you be hearing so like. No, because like think about it. Like literally, certain songs will get you in rhythm. Like yeah. you know, like you're. It's not just like tempo. music, right? Like it's also the way your partner's speaking, right? Like voice cues, very big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have to say. Get over here and fuck me, big boy. <laughs> for you to realize that that's what she means, you know? She doesn't have to say that for you to realize that's what she means. Dude, why is it so fucking cold in here? Because you're wearing one layer. No, you're wearing two I'm layers. Wearing two layers. Um, I'm wearing two as well. Um. Anyways, to close this out, um, honestly... It's been a bit. I... I don't know. Like after after seeing Kanye's um, like the first episode out of like Kanye's docu series, I was like, it brought me back to a point where I was like, hmm, wow, Kanye really came up from like really humble roots of like you know like you know like pushing the, it and like know, trying to like work and you know get his like um, just get wait, himself in front of like the right he people. Because he it? what? He sang the song. No, no. Shut up. Um, um, and he just like. He kept fighting despite people like putting him down and putting him down and putting him down. Like that's a lot of what I saw. It was like he was literally know, getting ignored for a I full know year. Documentaries push like a narrative, uh-huh. but the documentary really does make you feel like Kanye is somebody that would be famous or die trying. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't seem like like from that yeah. documentary, which might be pushing that mm-hmm. image. It yeah. makes it feel like he's not somebody that would ever give up. Right? Like, no, and like. After, like, seeing the first episode, it really, like... Especially showed, the way like, the guy talks about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you even see it in the fucking footage. Like, it's just, like... Yeah. Like, after seeing that, I was like, wow, this, like, really cemented for me. Um, this is why Kanye is the way that he is. Yeah. <laughs> if you tell Kanye he can't do something, he's going to try his fucking hardest to prove yeah. you wrong. You know, that's the Kanye I used to listen to. And, uh, that was the first first song I heard, yeah. heard when I came to America. Oh, and another Heartless. thing... Um, getting to listen to those like raw initial tracks. Oh yeah, that's kind of heat. That no, was fire. Heat. It's a lot of it's just, it's just like the growth of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kanye's been making music for so long now mm-hmm. that you, when you listen back to his earlier stuff, it almost evokes like an entirely like alien version of hip hop that mm-hmm. compared to what there is right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so much well, evolution. You say album. that, but like at the same time. Um, even the stuff he was making at that time, like, I feel like there was really wasn't anything like it. Yeah, I mean, that's like a big thing about Kanye, right? So nowadays, if you listen to some underground rapper, right, like mm-hmm. one in every three of them is going to have a Kendrick Lamar sound, mm-hmm. right? Because that sound works and everyone wants to do whatever they can to get famous, mm-hmm. right? But 
when you had someone like Kanye who's not mm-hmm. really trying to sound like anyone. He's trying to do yeah. his own sound. And a lot yeah. of his albums were experimental. Like mm-hmm. 808s and Heartbreaks, that was experimental when it released. Yeah. Black, or I'm sorry, Yeezus was experimental when mm-hmm. it released. Like, he always tries to do something new, add a new twist to yeah. it. And so that's like one of the things that I think really helped separate him, right? Because mm-hmm. even if something like 808s and Heartbreaks is going to change the sound of the scene and then mm-hmm. everyone else is going to try to copy his thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. when he did it, that doesn't change the fact that when he did it, it was an original sound. So it's like, it's yeah. that it's that small step for man, large step for mankind kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know? You always, someone's got to take that first step. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like um, he's divulged so much from uh, mm-hmm. those humble beginnings. I mean... It's it's like uh does power corrupt? Yeah. No one power man should have cl- all that power. The absolute power corrupts absolutely. All right, yeah. Clark Kent. Speaking of that, have you ever watched any CW superhero show? No, those are no. terrible. It's so bad. I was I'm watching Gotham, the first episode, right? <laughs> Traditional uh Batman's parents dying, right? Guess what the motherfucking mugger says when he's going to shoot his parents? What's up, folks? <laughs> I was like, you're going to get shot by Bugs Bunny, dude. <laughs> it's like, why did they make him say that? You know, like, that's the least... Because they, they don't have enough budget for decent script writers. Ugh. It's just, there's so many, like, shit plot holes. I hate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kanye's changing a lot from who he used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, another point I forgot to mention. His fucking kids, man. His kids? His fucking kids. What about his kids? I feel like this, like, must be so detrimental to them. Especially, like, mm. I-, I hope they're not on social... Well, I hope... Um, the I don't know. I saw I my hope, dad do some pretty North. fucked up stuff, and I'm only mostly fucked up. Exactly, exactly. And that's, like, North is uh, his oldest child. Mm. And um, I just... I I would hate to see that, uh, you know, we're just seeing, like, some of the stuff. Like, I would hate to, like, imagine, like, the worst stuff is happening behind the doors and, like, his kids It's are, one like, of the two, right? It's the either hit. worst stuff is happening behind the doors or he tones down because mm-hmm. of his kids, yeah. right? Like, maybe there is anchor. Maybe it's not. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the two. And, honestly, you only really can assume the worst mm-hmm. because when you don't know, that's what the human mind is good mm-hmm. for, assuming the worst. Yeah. It's a survival mechanism. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, is, uh, is going uh, full crazy worth it, or, uh, no? I think Kanye's in a position where he can really do whatever he wants, and it's not going to be detrimental to his career. I don't think he's going, uh, unless, of course, he does something truly, truly reprehensible to the point where we would be forced to, you know, send him to jail, and as such... Yes, yeah. he shall start argument. committing mass killings. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, the I think the only way Kanye would truly lose face with his fans is if, like, he did, like, one of the... Like, one, this would, it would be, like, a lesser thing, actually, like, throwing hands with Pete. Or ski- no, no, ski- I'd like that, actually. Yeah, I'd no, like no, no, that. As a, a fan... Like, like I said, that, that's the lesser thing. Yeah. I would or, actually gain the respect. <laughs> Because he you said, would put blats on that. No, 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 no. Because, because, because Kanye West, he prophesized, I was put on this world to kick Pete Davidson's ass. <laughs> that's why like, you didn't die in that nah, car crash. But like, but like the, the, Pete didn't do anything. Like, let's be real. He's, like, ba- he's running. He's banging his wife. Hey, bro. Um. Uh. What? What's the saying? Um. She was never yours. It was just your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Since 
sensational. <laughs> I, you say I, it, I, I would also like to say I fucking hate that saying. Like, um, sensational. Uh, no, 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 no. Like, never, um, she's never yours. It was just your turn. No, because like uh, I've had some like friends who would like say that about money. Because like you know like um, money I, comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah, sure, but it's just like uh, it's fucked up when you say it about a like. A girl that you know, because it's like it's like a meme and all that when you're not actually referencing anyone, uh, right? But when you're saying like, I had so, I heard uh, somebody say it about my friend whose girl broke up with him, yeah. and I was just like, dude, that's like that's, foul. that's fucked up, man. That's like foul. you really like that girl, it just didn't work out between them. Don't say that. Like, but no, that's really some future. <laughs> future would say that to his voice. <laughs> Oh, um, fuck. We're like going like it's it's the end of the podcast, so it doesn't matter. Um it's did you see chatter? <laughs> uh did you did you uh watch, Wait, what was uh, the second thing that he could do that would make him lose? Like put hands on like uh Kim. But, yeah, like, that I would feel be like bad. If you that. if he was an abuser, if like some sexual assault allegations came uh, through or if he murdered somebody, those are my three mm-hmm. that would make me think, damn, now I can't listen to Kanye mm-hmm. anymore, you know? What about arson? No, arson's no, fine that's not because they're bad. rich. Yeah, arson's really like matter. it's like oh dang, he just had another episode. He forgot to take his Zoloft. <laughs> like, um, know. what if somebody? But no, dies did you did you see the the future futures uh, music video the that he dropped on adult? Valentine's Maybe Day? Maybe the kids. No, oh, it's a, if the kids die, then it's bad. I did not see the future Valentine's Day episode. So episode in the beginning of it, he has um he has a a skit with a you know who Kevin Samuels is. Mm, He's no. like he is the the thought equalizer. So, uh, basically, <laughs> what, the fuck? what he's, uh, listen, that, so, like, what, what he's known for doing is, like, he'll, like, um, he'll be, like, on Instagram and he'll, like, talk to, like, women who, like, he, who are overvaluing, overvaluing, overvaluating, some, over-evaluating themselves, excuse me. Um, and, uh, he'll basically just, like, bring them back to reality. You know, he'll know, ask them, like, how, you know... Well, well, I, I, well under, to what extent? Because no, I listen, feel listen, this listen. sounds a little misogynistic. It, it is. Mind. It's very misogynistic, but it's also kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> Society's coming from misogynists like you, and I'll be watching. You're worse! You're worse! Um, anyways, uh, he'll ask, like, a question, like, you know, uh, you know, on a scale of one to ten, how attractive do you think you are? They'll be like, you know, a ten. Are you sure about that? confidence in yourself. And, like, you know, it'll be something like that. And you shouldn't. You dress like shit. uh, Yeah. Honestly, like, get some drip. Get some drip. (laughs) Maybe get some bitches on your dick. Honestly. (laughs) Learn to dress. That's your first step. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, that's why you got no bitches. You zero bitches. You simmer on that. Anyways, Kevin Samuel. He also like um. He also like uh. A lot of the women he speaks to, he'll be like, uh, or excuse me, they'll be like, um, you know. Ah, uh, you know, I deserve like um a seven figure guy. You know, I deserve to be taken care of. So that's like a like weird like, mindset that I uh, also I do dislike. Where it's like yeah. I deserve a guy, but it's like, but like I hate he, when people uh, want to be in a relationship that bad when they're defined by their relationship. I well, it's that. like the thing is, you you don't bring anything to the table. Like it, that, and that's like what he's like uh, hitting a lot of these women with is like you know what do you bring to the table? You know what makes you um, worth the time of like someone who is like. Uh, Making like large investments, you know. Uh, I don't like, know, man. I don't, I don't like that kind of content. <laughs> I don't know. The whole high value uh, man thing yeah, is, is what, a, very, what is it's a pretty what bad. Is it? Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, it, 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 it's called something. What is it? Um, 
And like, is it just the high value man? I think so. Yeah. Uh, dude, I think those videos on YouTube are so fucking corny. Dude, I As a high value man, I should be able to fuck her auntie. <laughs> I pay the internet bill. You want to use your data? Bro, I I really and, yo, like that, the... That's like the reality of a lot of things, and it's like so bad because like lit- something. <sighs> And I, I feel like this sounds bad when I say it. I'm going to say it's regardless. Um, there are literally some women that are like, their whole life is supplemented off of like another person's income. And if they so choose to disobey one day, their entire lifestyle could be stripped from them. I mean, it's, like, it's a, like the whole situation is just kind of messed up, right? Where it's yeah. like the idea of being like, I guess like a trophy wife, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's an easy life that people mm-hmm. can strive for, but it's like should strive that be a life for. you're striving for? You know, sure. like yeah, I don't no, know. But like um, I'm kind of jealous. I can't the, do it to be completely honest. The, Same. The what's it called? Uh-huh. What high value man? Yeah. The high value man made me think about the Japanese commercial where he's eating like the long little stick. long long man. long man. <laughs> I do I like follow. the gay twist at the end. There's a gay twist at the end? Yeah, so you know how she's always looking at the dude with the long, long? Yeah. You know? Because her, her man ain't got the long, but the long, long was looking at her man. Oh. Yeah, the final commercial they do, he runs away with him. <gasps> oh, dude, that's Anyways, awesome. Yeah, very progressive um, twist. Hopefully, you guys had some fun. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us. Back to the regular regular schedule by next week. Meshkot, thank you for joining us. There is no minority report. Your future is your own. Um, That's a reference to the movie Minority Report. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. That was a good eye roll.